Hi, you're listening to the Flow State Fishing Podcast. What do you mean? There's fucking two Sheilas in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Bono Atmos. We are brought to you by Rod Armour. High quality protection for your rods and reels, as well as plenty of accessories. Get to www.rodarmour.com. Suss the boys, great fellas, great local company. We are also brought to you by Evertread. Fully customizable, non-slip EVA foam matting. Multiple applications, most commonly used on boat flooring and cast decks. Absolutely amazing stuff. Get to www.evertread.com.au. And shouts to Fiber Finish, your one-stop composite shop for everything from boat rebuilds to resin art. Get to www.fiberfinish.com.au or drop into the shop in Townsville. We are also brought to you by castmag.co. High quality content creation, high quality apparel, as well as cast tackle. We're talking pop tier drop poppers, stick baits. We're talking jigs, decoy terminals. It's all there. Get to the website, www.castmag.co. Okay, welcome to another episode of the Flow State Fishing Podcast. It's Mick Guthrie here taking over from usual host Wade Kelly. This one's a little bit different actually because um, it was recorded in the middle of the Red Sea on a recent trip to Sudan that uh, myself and Buster was fortunate enough to be on. Um, if you haven't seen the films that have come out from that trip, do yourself a favour, check out the Cast Mag IGTV for Destinations episode number two. Um, it was a hell of a lot of fun. That trip was absolutely mind-blowing. I still am pinching myself that I actually got to do it. And uh, yeah, if anybody ever gets a chance to go and visit Sudan at some point in the future after all this uh, coronavirus stuff uh, dies down, then I would highly, highly recommend it. It's absolutely amazing. But anyway, on to this chat. It's basically a quick catch up and a bit of a rundown of the last four or five years of one of the guides' uh, lives. His name's Brent Poultney. He's a 27-year-old South African guy who spent the last four or five years guiding people around the African continent, including countries like Djibouti, Tanzania, Cameroon, and Sudan. He's an absolute legend, an absolute legend. I can't state that enough. I was uh, fortunate enough to spend 12 days with the guy, and the majority of those days I spent with him walking the flats, and I learned a lot about him. We uh, developed a really good friendship, and. Um, yeah, maybe one day we'll get him over to Australia and show him what we have to offer, especially on the flats over here. He was uh, he was frothing for that. But this chat includes a lot of talk about trigger fish, um, tiger fish, setting up camp in the middle of Cameroon in, the, in amongst the lions and monkeys and all sorts of shit like that. Um, and obviously a fair bit of um, in-depth chat about his work developing or helping to develop a fishery for um, massive Nile perch. Um, they're an XL barramundi. They're basically a barramundi on steroids. They grow to 200 pounds, and these guys have been catching them at night on fly. And the stories that were getting bandied around at the dinner table every night about these fish and others were just absolutely mind-blowing. So I had to sit him down for half an hour, 45 minutes and sort of pick his brain so that you guys can get a little bit of an insight into what we heard and what we talked about every night, um, having a few beers anyway. So 
Like I said, the guy's a legend. If you want to follow him on Instagram, um, we'll, his tags are at the end of this podcast, so listen out for them. And he's a complete open book. Um, if you reached out to him and asked, it, asked him any questions, I'm sure he'd oblige and get back to you. Um, but yeah, without any further ado, Brent Poltney and myself in the middle of the Red Sea. I will apologise, there's a slight background noise with the generator that we had to keep going on the mothership. But other than that, sit back, relax and enjoy. So, we're over here in Sudan. Yes, yeah, Sudan. <laughs> uh, I'm here with Brent, he's a, he's a guide from African waters. I've been lucky enough to spend well, probably the last, what, nine days now? Yeah, I think it's nine days. Yeah, I'm man. losing track. Yeah, but I think same. It's nine. We're nine days deep into an exploratory trip. And um, to be honest, it's blown my mind. It really has. Like, I was nervous as fuck to come here. Yeah, I mean, I also didn't really know what was expecting or there's been an exploratory, but, you know, yeah. we didn't really know what was going to happen. Mm when we got you so I was also super excited oh definitely like I've yeah. I had never obviously never met you before this trip yeah um, I had never met Nicola we no. I suppose to put it in a bit of context we're here with um, there's myself Ben Jones the other owner of Cast yeah and then we've got John B and his filmer Alex from America and we're the only four that knew each other so yeah. we came here we were supposed to be here with um, Captain Jack yeah 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 he didn't fucking make it fucking bailed on us <laughs> he left I don't know where Sock he's gone <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah so he had some passport issues but but he's South African so <laughs> yeah that's it so anyway we, we arrived on the boat we met Brent we met Nicola and um, obviously we we set sail a day after we were supposed to because yes, we were waiting yeah. for some deagles fuel problems yeah, third world country mm. One of those things. Yeah, yeah. In saying that, though, third world country, like, is something... When we got to the airport, it was like a whole different world for us. Yeah. Uh, it's probably it's probably something you guys are used to. Yes. Especially yourself with the amount of trouble you've done yeah, in yeah, Africa. Yeah. But for me, it was like a whole fucking different world. Different planet, yeah. Yeah, profit. I think, you know, it's my first time ever coming here as well. You know, you don't know what to expect, and mm. it's my first time to, uh, you know... East, Middle Eastern country almost yeah, yeah. and you know it's uh, fantastic I think you know you always hear the hype in the media and everything yeah, yeah. and then you get you and you're like well you know this is actually super chilled and oh, everyone's super friendly yeah, and they've awesome. just got a little bit different way of doing things but I think <clears throat> it was it's seamless almost in everything you do yeah yeah it was sort yeah. of um like I won't lie, I was shitting myself to come here. Really? Yeah. I was shitting myself. I couldn't tell. I could not tell yeah. enough people that yeah, like, I was going. I'm going to Africa. I'm shitting myself. I'm yeah. so nervous, but I was equally excited. Yeah. But the thing that I picked up as soon as I got off the airport, like everyone's happy, smiling, Super laughing, stoked, they wave, helpful, yeah, and like. like oh, 15 blokes riding in the back of a ute yeah <laughs> like, they're just waving and oaks are like hey, yeah, and yeah. they've got the craziest decorations inside the buses yeah, yeah. it's fantastic yeah. playing their music and yeah, they they, they're all just keen to you know, show yeah, yeah. you their culture which is amazing yeah. so. and the other thing that was interesting too when we spent the first night on this boat yeah. in the port yeah. I, um, I was stunned at 
how everyone just comes down to the port with their plastic chairs. Yeah, it's so funny. They just kick back, relax, yeah, like, yeah. oh, let's just check out the diving boats and yeah, the fishing. Yeah. Like, that's their shit. Yeah, and yeah. no, we're just going to do our shit and yeah, yeah. talk about the day's proceedings. Yeah, they're so just sitting like, there chilling. There's, like, men and women there hanging out together. Yeah, and no, it's crazy. swimming. Getting yeah. their feet wet. And that's yeah, yeah. their version of, you know, a chill night. Yeah, yeah. snooker tables and a whole bunch of shit going yeah. on, but... You take just there. you take life in a first world country for granted. No, for sure. Really and I do. mean, you know, there's these, the little things that you know make someone's day, and yeah. they're just happy with little things. Yeah, yeah that's right. To yeah. See. yeah, yeah. And speaking about amazing shit to see, you've had a bit of a wild ride, man. Yes. It's like how old crazy. are you now? Twenty-seven. Uh, Twenty-seven. Yeah. yeah. Actually, he had his birthday on this trip. Yeah, it was a it was a good little birthday with the boys. Yeah, it was yeah, really sure. nice. Yeah. yeah. So originally from South Africa? Yeah, originally in South Africa. Obviously school and all that boring shit out of the yeah, way? out of the way, did my studies and yeah. then uh, decided to run around Africa a little bit and do some guiding. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, started in Lesotho and then uh, went to Tanzania, mm -hmm. then Sudan and then Cameroon. So yeah, yeah. And is that all with the one company? All with the one company, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. been a hell of a journey and such a, a cool company to grow as a guide yep. you know um, yeah. very very cool environment and the friends you make along the way is yeah, yeah. you become best buddies with the situation yeah, yeah. you're thrown into and I mean yeah Cameroon this year was off to a hectic start when I cut my leg on a glass table and yeah, had to have yeah. three layers of stitches in the clinic so yeah. there's those little things in along Cameroon the way. in Cameroon yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first first day, yeah. first night, yeah. boom on a table, like bleeding yeah. everywhere. Fantastic. Unreal. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's just such a privilege, and I think that's why you know we all um, immerse ourselves in this is because of the places you get to see. I think um, for us, it's just such a privilege going to these wild places yeah, and yeah. seeing the things we do and it's creating unreal. a memory bank of, of crazy shit oh so it's like <laughs> blokes like you guys are like because uh, I've only really started doing it in my 30s yeah like in yeah. my 20s I was family and sport yeah. and all that sort of shit and then once I got through that and got into starting cast and going down that journey yeah. doing it a lot more intensely it's something like I just need to have it in my life yeah and obviously you've been doing that for a long time um the thing that interested me the most actually when I first heard about you before this trip was, I think yeah. it was Cameroon. Is that the Nile Perch? Yes, that's yeah. Nile Perch. Yeah. People in Australia will yeah. froth lose, on that. Yeah, lose their mind. Yeah, tell us a bit about that because obviously the barramundi is a massive fish in Australia. Yeah, I Nile mean, Perch similar. Them, I've, I've seen both of them before and I've been like, wow, I really want to catch both of those fish yeah. and hopefully one day the barramundi. But I think. Um, just from a wild place perspective, mm. it's very, very new and we only ran our second season this year. So it's it's very, very new in the fact that we're still exploring both both concessions and we have 60 kilometers in each of the concessions. So um, they're vastly different, but on the same river. Yeah. And um, yeah, I have huge now perch in it. So we, we think we've got a formula down with the moon and, and that how they feed and fishing at night but it's it's something totally different because you are fishing at night you know you've yeah. you've got all the african animals going off around you at night time yeah, yeah. so your senses are heightened 
and then you're trying to still catch a fish yeah. so you're trying to concentrate meanwhile there's a fucking line going off in the <laughs> background and hippos like busy in front of you so it's it's crazy it's and it's yeah, not just um, it's not just fishing at night either it's fly fishing at night. yeah it's fly fishing at night so yeah. you'll go there four o'clock in the evening um go and check out where you know position yourself check out the river try and make a mental map of what you're fishing mm. and then as that Watch darkness it drops, it's like pitch black. You can't even see your hand in front of your face, and yeah, you're yeah. just hurling feathers into the darkness. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's crazy. I yeah. mean, and then you get this huge hit at the end of your line. Yeah. You get such a fright when it happens. Oh, it's yeah. just like because you're just uh, like concentrating. Yeah, yeah. And then just boom, yeah. and the fish is on. And then like headlights go on, and like it's yeah. just a whole nother game. Like It'd you're be running fucking mayhem. No, it's crazy. Because yeah, everyone like in Australia who's caught barrel would know what that yeah. feels like to get that doom. That slam, and it's yeah. like, oh, like we're on here, you know, like boom. Yeah, yeah. And it just, yeah, so it's crazy. And to think, I mean, if you if you go there and you see the size of the river, you can literally cast a fly line across it, no yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. But there's 200 pound fish that live in there. So yeah. it's, it's just like, it's hard to wrap your head around it yeah. as to, you know, how big how do these can, things get? So they found one um, that had gotten stranded, yeah. um, obviously dying, <coughs> and it tipped, it broke, well, it maxed out a 100 kg hunting scale. Holy fuck. Yeah, so it was over 200 pounds. So there was... It's a 100 tail, kilogram barramundi, yes, basically. And its tail was still hanging on the floor, so it was fuck probably geez, over 200 yeah. pounds. Yeah, incredible crazy african yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like I actually a, had no clue they got that big no it is it's disgusting like especially <laughs> in a river like it's yeah. just how long is a fish that big oh it's probably like one 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 eighty one seventy yeah a six foot bar yeah yeah it's a huge it's That's a huge fucked fish. up yeah yeah so I you mean, got two you've done two seasons there no one just, one this season. was my yeah, first yeah. season and then uh, take us through the setup man you were telling us about the camp and what you yeah, so yeah. yeah, basically this year, last year we were based out of a hunting camp and uh, you know, it was a bit far from the river and not as intimate as we would have wanted it to be for the clients. So this year, you know, we decided to set up a bush camp. Yeah. Um, so we basically went there 12 days early, found a spot, cut and cleared the bush yeah. and then had to set up four tents, working toilets, showers, um, put a tank up in a tree, and we only had like 10 days to do it once yeah, we yeah, cleared yeah. the bush, so it yeah. was mayhem, you know, and been. we had a photo finish. Yeah. <laughs> the right morning the of like literally like n nailing in the last chairs and whatever, yeah. and tables and all this, that sort of shit, and then yeah, literally right. like had a quick shower, washed my face, yeah. put some clothes on, and the clients arrived. I'm like, hello, welcome to camp. You know? So it was like, holy shit, here we go, boys. Yeah. So. And how long do you live in somewhere like that? Uh, we spent, our student, Greg, are still there, so they would have spent just two and a half months. I just spent, yeah. you know, over just a month and then had to come to Sudan yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for the south season. So are they like, um, so the season is fully booked clients, just one after uh, other. It's, it's not as it's not as uh, regimented as other areas because of the moon cycle. So oh, you yeah. have to 
you have to plan the best fishing weeks how the moon, to to how the moon works because if the moon if the sun sets and the moon set is only at 11 at night yeah it makes it a bit the window is too big yeah, yeah so you want yeah. the sun to set and then yeah. the moon set like two yeah. hours later or yeah. three hours later yeah. just yeah. so you know the fishing is not too spread yeah, out yeah. otherwise it becomes a bit ridiculous so you try and find that period of time where you got like a four or five hour bite window yeah exactly yeah but usually as you can literally like as that darkness sets in literally as the sun drops you get hits and then it will go quiet and then the moon will start going down and as that moon set boom 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 that's in a second literally as it goes like clockwork like clockwork yeah so I mean it's it's actually more precise than we think yeah um, and we've seen perch in the day. Yeah, yeah. Had a couple of big ones caught in the day. I think Stu caught a 120 pounder. Was the yeah, first yeah. one he caught Fuck in the yeah. day at like eight o'clock in the morning. On fly. On fly. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking crazy. Um, and I mean, we threw lures and stuff like that for them. Yeah. We caught one perch in the whole week. Yeah, right. Um, and then went with fly, and it changed the game. They yeah, just yeah. respond a lot better to the fly. Yeah. I think they. You know, a lot more aware of their surroundings than we think they are. Yeah, yeah. Visually, really good. They pick up vibrations easily. So maybe it's an overstimulation. Yeah, it could be too. They want a subtle presentation. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're sort of um. For anyone that doesn't know what they are, they're basically just a muted barra. They're huge. Huge bucket mouth. Yeah, um, yeah same, they look very, very, very similar. Same, they're yeah, very yeah. structure orientated. Same eyes. Yeah, same eyes. They suck in the the yeah. fly. Yeah. Um, not very hard to hook, but once you've got one on, because of all the rock and yeah. you get freshwater mussels and yeah, clams yeah. there, yeah. they can cut you off. So yeah. um, there's that aspect of it. Yeah, um, there's a guy actually in Australia at the moment who's doing it a lot. Um, surface frogging. Yes, yeah. With flies. That's amazing. For barra. That's incredible. Yeah, in the dams. Yeah. I'll show you. Some, I'll show you some footage when we get back please, to Port Sudan. Please, please, please. But um. He sent me some footage before he released it. And yeah, it just fucking just drives you, man. Like, cause it, man. there's, oh, I could kill for surface, like yeah, action. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did the Noah perch hit surface? We haven't, <coughs> we haven't tried much surface, but we also have, and they haven't really responded well to it. Yeah, they really like it when, you know, you're fishing ledges and the fly as it pops up the ledge, yeah. almost like a bait fish escaping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they tend to pounce on yeah. it, but. Um, it's more intermediate than sinking lines just because you can pull it up that yeah, lip in that yeah, manner yeah. and then they just you know jump right. on it so yeah, yeah. Um, this frogging stuff is fucking they're they're waiting for like yeah. to tail in the shallows okay wow and then they presenting it boom. and then they bow wave to it and fuck that is unbelievable yeah. you, One it'll, of the, it'll blow your mind I'll nah, show you the footage yes I have to see ah. that I really really have to see yeah. that but I think you know <clears throat> also with with these fish often you'll hear them feeding at night yeah which is a crazy thing to experience you hear like these like even under your feet because there's caves that go under your yeah, feet yeah. and you feel the vibrations through your feet similar to barra actually yeah, but obviously not as big but yeah. you can hear barra going off yeah there was one um i can't remember was telling you or not we filmed a uh, we filmed something in the northern territory in australia yeah yeah and we were watching a barra come in on a lure and it tried to implode on it. Yes. And you could hear it go. Yeah, like water. that yeah. crazy sound. Yeah. Yeah. But what's really cool about, I think, you know, the river, Faro, the Faro River. Yeah, yeah. Is that it also has, you know, great day fishing before tiger fish. And oh, yeah. 
barbs and yellowfish yeah. and that sort of thing. So it's almost like it's too much for yeah, the yeah. fishermen even because yeah. the days you can get lost in just and it's crystal clean water. Yeah, like right. An African river is almost yeah. unheard of. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, so you're hunting these fish like that in the day, and then you've got to get your mind right to go and tackle it. You know, monstrous thing at night. Yeah, so it's yeah. Like, um, when I saw the photos of them um, when we were leading up to this trip yeah. I was just like fuck where to next where to next yeah man fuck. I mean it's certainly the most crazy place I've ever been yeah um, and wild place I think yeah you know it's just you're in the middle of nowhere like, yeah right in the middle of the African if, yeah it's just plane. incredible yeah like, there's no fences yeah um, the bird species are incredible there's monkeys everywhere mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just so diverse in life and, yeah. and it's rich, it's so incredible. In you fucking, incredible. yeah, you, you got yourself in a good position, man. No, shit, I'm super privileged and it's <laughs> yeah. a fucking it's crazy. crazy journey. Yeah. Um, Some of the stories I've been hearing over the last week, man, is just yeah, fucking crazy. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, like, from nearly being eaten to crocodiles to, yeah. you know, there's, uh, the, list, <laughs> the list is almost endless. Yeah. They always tell us, like, close family friends and friends yeah. of ours always tell us, you know, we need to write a book. And mm. So maybe maybe one day we'll put pen to paper, but yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, You're part of something special, man, seriously. Yeah. Because fucking, uh, I remember the whole South African sort of thing, you know, and the exploration of like yes. Seychelles yeah, and yeah, Cosmo yeah. and all that sort of stuff like that gets people's attention. Yeah. Not just fly fishermen. Like, yeah, I'm I'm only new to fly fishing, maybe like four or five years. Yeah, maximum, yeah, probably yeah. four years. Yeah, and um, I've just fallen in love with it. But it's more the adventurous side of things. Like yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you get a huge array of what I call, you know, the types of fishermen. Like yeah, some guys are there for the big fish. Yeah, other guys just go there for the leisure and they yep. want to chill out. So, you know, what's nice about fly fishing is there's always a place that mm. can cater for. You know, people. Whatever you want to do. But yeah. I love being on the cusp of finding yeah, yeah. something new or yeah. seeing something new because, you know, it's almost like a modern day exploration. Yeah, that's exactly what and, it is. And you know, it's it's just seeing seeing stuff from a different perspective, and it almost becomes addictive. Like, yeah, yeah. Once you start getting a taste for it, you just want the next thing, and the yeah, next yeah. thing, and then when you have time off at home, you literally sit for a week. Oh. You're like, holy shit, what do I do with my life? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I can't find... sleep at night. Yeah, it's I'll hectic because my mind's just like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't blame you. It's sort of like, I'll run a business as well, as well, obviously, but part of that business is yeah. going on adventures and, yeah. and doing our own thing. And a lot of it, people don't understand unless you've got that mindset. Exactly. It's kind of like you sit there and you talk to your mates at home or, yeah. you know, your wife or whoever and sometimes you like blankly stare off into the distance and you're it's fucking crazy. gone. That's you're gone. on the you're next in another planet. Thing. You're yeah, thinking yeah. of the next place or yeah. what you use, what you need to do the next yeah. time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I think when we go home, it's just you, you're on an outside perspective of what everyone else is doing. Especially yeah. like because they have their rhythm of what they do. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And as a guide, you like you go back home after ten months of almost mm. straight guiding. Yeah. And you actually have to force yourself to slow down or go into mm. their pattern of life. Because, yeah, yeah. You know they have a regime like Monday to Friday work or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it is. Saturday, Sunday. So you got to immerse back into it. It's very, <laughs> yeah. it's very difficult. But I mean, I think everyone should 
it doesn't matter if you're going into the forests of West Africa mm. or you're going on a hike, you know, mm. close to home. I think mm. everyone should just try and get out there and, and do something a little different. Yeah, 100%. Like, um, I even just went on um, a jungle perch hike. Yeah. Have you heard oh, of jungle you, perch? Yeah, you showed me the... the yeah. Yeah, so that was one of the coolest things. Fucking cool, right? Like, just the scenery and everything yeah. looks amazing. Man. And that was something, like, um, at the time we thought we possibly were some of the only people to look yeah. at that river, that yeah. stretch of river, because yeah. of the way that we accessed it. That's amazing. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, yeah it's, it's unbelievable. Just, yeah. It's sort of like, um, we thought, oh yeah, fuck, we're the only ones who've done yeah. this for sure. Like, and it was a fucking yeah. mission, um, bro. Yeah, but that's there. like, you know. Camping in the trees and yeah. in hammocks and shit like that. and. Um, yeah, like that's the sort of stuff like that gives you the memories. And exactly. It gives you the drive to do the next thing and yeah, I, I search for those opportunities. Yeah. Now. I mean, you know, it's it's. I've got memories from Cameroon and various other guiding things, and all of them have their own special. Like yeah. people often ask me, "Oh, what's your favorite location? Where's yeah. your favorite place to guide?" I think they're all super special and yeah. have their own unique ways of, yeah. of showing you amazing things. I mean. Like Greg and I were stuck in camp. We had no vehicle, so we couldn't build camp. Yeah. So the anti-poaching boys like pulled up in their little motorcycles because they ride around with these <laughs> little motorbikes and they're like, do you want to go check out the river? So we like loaded up our seven weight rods, yeah. jumped on the back of these motorbikes and yeah. drove an hour and a half on like dirt roads through big five country. Yeah, yeah. Like checking out amazing trees. Yeah. Like stopped the motorbike, walked into the riverbed. We saw a spoor of Impala, Ach, not Impala, sorry, Cobb, uh, which is a western antelope. Yeah, yeah. And a giraffe and a whole bunch of, you know, leopard, lion in the riverbed. Yeah, yeah. So you surround by all these creatures and then you go and cast a fly, catch some tigerfish, yeah. hop back on the motorcycles Unreal, and cruise right? back through the bush, you know. It doesn't even sound real. No, exactly. I mean, and, you know, having a laugh on the motorbikes, like trying to get up mm, the hills mm, with like a mm, hundred and something kilos on these, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah funny little motorbikes was oh, you know it's those type of memories that you you look yeah, forward yeah. to the next time you yeah. never know what got you into it i've i got a bunch of mates that guide in well they started in the seychelles yeah and they started a couple of years before me yeah yeah but i went to high school then and yeah. then you know they'd come back from their seasons and yeah, they yeah. told me their stories and i was yeah. like i have to have to get out there because yeah. if i don't yeah I'm gonna regret it for the rest of my life. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. said to myself, "Fuck, I'm gonna just go it. out and 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 go and go and check it out." Yeah, and, yeah. You know, since then I've I've never looked back. It's yeah. just been unbelievable. Yeah. Like, what would you? Yeah. What about um, Tanzania? Yeah, Tanzania is very close to my heart. Yeah. Um, it was my first proper guiding gig. You know, Lesotho's where we kind of train and it's really yeah. nice and super friendly but is that a country uh lesotho yeah, yeah it's a little yeah. country highland country inside south africa okay um it's own own kingdom still so yeah, it still right. has a king yeah um but super high mountains and where we fish for yellowfish and brown trout yeah yeah but it's dry fly fishing yeah. super nice camp yeah um cool accommodation and we cook do all the cooking yeah, yeah. it's a very farm farm style type uh, fishing setup very relaxing um, so it's a nice platform to learn to yep. guide in and deal with people yep. and then you know you start getting onto the bigger stuff and 
once I went to Tanzania and I, I, it was definitely one of those fish on my list to also go and see. Yeah. And um, you know, I went my first tiger fishing experience ever, went to the best place in the world to yeah. go and catch you know, at the time to go and catch tiger fish. And um, yeah, it just blew my mind to see these crazy rivers mm. in the middle of Africa as well. How long did you stay there for? Three months was my first season. Yeah, yeah. So you see crazy things, lions roaring outside your room and yeah. <laughs> crocodiles everywhere yeah. and oh, it's just fantastic. Um, and also, you know, you're there building camp, so you're surviving off beans and rice for yeah, two yeah. weeks first and then, you know, <laughs> you have to, you know, keep yourself in the game there. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's just such a, such a special place as well and... <clears throat> I just reiterate why it's so important once we do discover places like this to to set up conservation mm. and make sure that we look after the fishery as best as we can but we also try and promote and and you know enable people to conserve these areas because yeah. once you i mean you in tanzania you drive an hour and a half and you're in a village yeah. so there's all these outside pressures that are you know slowly increasing as the people increase and mm. You know, you need to make sure that you are, you know, uh, anti-poaching is strict. You've got to make sure you're maintaining everything. Otherwise, you know, the, even in Tadania, you walk around on these islands and you just see how much litter there is. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy. And, like, you know, you realize the pressures that are there. So yeah, yeah. as much as much as we're there, you've got to make sure we're looking after it as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Most Aussies will know all about that. Yeah. We have a lot of marine parks. And exactly. We look after fantastic. our stuff as best as yeah, possible. I mean, the way that you've been describing mm. Australia has just been... I mean, I'm now yeah. attracted. I want to go and check oh, it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Freaking amazing. Honestly, for the kind of fishing that you do and the type of stuff that you get involved in, yeah, you'd love like a place like Cape York or yeah, yeah. the Northern Territory. Yeah, I have to go and check it out. I fucking love it, mate. Me and Benny uh, have camped out on... like these atolls yeah we just that's camped out crazy. a couple of days that's crazy fucking so it's yes, so it's, good man yes, yes yeah it's exactly the same as this really like yeah when when I was doing some research on Sudan I didn't realise that it was basically like the Great Barrier Reef yeah super extensive yeah I mean like deeper and, yeah, like yeah it's fucking amazing it's honestly. incredible like so interconnected and yeah. you forget how much coral there actually is yeah. and then it's just it's crazy crazy amount of, yeah. of stuff going on you know you've got fish everywhere yeah it's world class no of course that's yeah. i mean the flats fishing is ridiculous and because there's no tides yeah you don't know what to you're going to expect yeah, you know, yeah, walking right. with a 12 and a 9 and yeah. like you'll be crossing to a trigger fish and a fucking gt comes yeah, yeah. down exactly the flat right. you're like holy shit and then you put that down yeah you know, like yesterday i mean we uh david and i went fishing mm. We're like, cool, we're going to go for GTs and bigger fish now. Yeah. Leave our nines in the boat, yeah. like retards. Yeah. <laughs> like, walk, get around, and we see, like, eight permit yeah. in the space of half an hour. Yeah. Like, try and set up a permit. We've got a <laughs> yeah. 12 weight, but yeah, it was yeah. just ridiculous. You know? yeah, yeah. And uh, no, we didn't catch one, yeah. obviously. Yeah. It's permit, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, They're the yeah, same everywhere, I think. Cool. No, it's very, sort of... Cool. Um, that's the interesting thing from my point of view because in Australia, the tides are yeah. That's what big. you base your fishing. Yeah, on. that's right. It's sort of it, what it, it what it's what allows you to become um, proficient in predicting when the bite yes, periods. Yes. 
where the fish are going to be, yeah. what they're going to do at a certain stage of the tide, all that sort of shit. Whereas you come here, the tide moves like a foot. Yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah, and it's it's crazy. Dude. Yeah, and the and the other thing I found really bizarre was the tide moves like a foot, but there's current. There's current. Yeah, yeah. like so you come across this ocean current, and, you and just it's think, just pumping, and you're like, where cooking. the hell is this coming yeah, from? Exactly, like, yeah, exactly. What is this? Yeah. So it's yeah. No, it's been a real like eye-opening experience for me because it's just it's very similar, but it's very different. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Very similar species, um, very similar structure, environment, water, yes. all that sort of stuff, yes, but yeah. very different in that regard. Like yeah. it's almost like you're walking around a swimming pool, just like an aquarium, yes, basically, exactly. trying and to target trying fish. To target fish. Yeah. And I think what's also difficult is like you know you'll have a blind of a fishing day. Yeah. And then the next day you're like, totally okay, different. it's totally yeah. different. So yeah. that's what also makes it really special. Is you, yeah. you can really cherish those times when oh. you have amazing times. And yeah. when they are really good, like when they're good, they're yeah, really yeah. good. Well, um, you and I had two or three days in a row that Oh were yeah, that was just fucking crazy. Amazing. I mean, we're seeing fish, catching fish, yeah. like, and we're literally, I mean, that one day when Ben was with us, like yeah. walking down the flat, yeah. literally caught a bluefin, yeah. had a shot at a GT, saw permit, mm. caught triggerfish, yeah. like threw a popper at bluefin, ate them, yeah. then had another cast at a red bass or yeah, a yeah. snapper. Yeah. It was just going off in yeah, this yeah. like literally like six hundred meters of, of yeah. you know that was one of the day, best no, days of my like, life fishing wise. No, me too, eh? And Fucking I was literally crazy. like so special to be able to experience something yeah. like that. I was fucking high on life no honestly. no I was just smiling I was like <laughs> yeah. you know and you just have butterflies from just yeah, experiencing yeah. such a cool day you feel yeah. like a kid at a candy yeah, store yeah, has definitely. just been given a massive lollipop and like fuck <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm gonna walk down yeah. yeah that's exactly how it is hey like yeah. I couldn't believe like you know how close we were to those permit and the size of the trigger fish yeah. like even that that big one that I caught like yeah. it came in from fucking just, forever I know and away. then just boom on. yeah yeah um, yeah, and then we saw that huge school of bumpies yeah. as well. Ben yeah. went out on the boat and saw had a shot again. at four sailfish as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So unbelievable. Yeah, just crazy. I think. Yeah. Uh, how many know, How many seasons have you spent here? Uh, this is my fourth. Fourth one. Fourth season yeah. in Sudan, yeah. but first time in the south. In this area. Yeah, yeah. In this area. Your the north area is very your quintessential flats fishing. Yeah. So it's like massive white sand flats yeah, yeah. and you can walk for kilometers where this is a bit yeah. more programmed. You got these little finger flats on yeah, yeah. actual atolls. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a lot of them you've never been to. I've either. never been to any of these places. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's been it's been really really cool to yeah. come and check it out and and walk and see and look and. Yeah. I mean, the amount what has really been different for me here like in the north you'll get obviously like you'll walk and you'll see a gt coming and mm. then you'll see triggers and it's a lot more labored in the way that the fish change yeah yeah whereas here it's a lot more dramatic it's like permit boom yeah then the snapper boom yeah then the gt boom yeah, and then yeah. triggers boom so yeah. you're just like it's like holy shit where do i look what yeah, do i yeah. do yeah like do I need to carry four rods? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like that. Like, I've been so trying, like, like, obviously filming some stuff too. So I've had, like, a 10 weight, a 12 weight, and yeah. my camera. Yeah. And at some stage, I'm like, well, I've got to hold the camera to capture this exactly. shit. Exactly. And, and then massive triggers, 
GT, like you think, it's like, fuck, what am what, I doing? What am I doing? It's too much like, to do. It's just like holy shit. Yeah, it's it's world class. Like yeah. honestly, it's fucking amazing. No, I would incredible. have no reservations about recommending it to anybody. Yeah, to I mean, it's we we're trying our best to try and get the place out there. Yeah, um, and obviously, like the name Sudan carries yeah. that negative connotation. Yeah, um, in a lot of people's minds as yeah. to. You know, it's a dangerous place. And yeah, yeah. So I think you know when it, if you speak to almost anyone, that's the the general consensus. Yeah, yeah. But like anyone who ever comes here is like, well, this is completely different to what we expected. Oh, you know? yeah, that's, exactly right. that's what we're trying to get out there is yeah. that there's this whole fishery mm. in a completely different place mm. and a completely different manner of saltwater fishing. Like you say, the species are similar, but the way you go about fishing for them and that sort of thing is just different. So. Mm. I think it's, there's a huge, uh, huge area for for, yeah. for working on. So. Yeah, definitely. Like we got bombarded with like memes and messages yeah. and all. That's sorts crazy. Of you were telling like, me some of the stuff. I was <laughs> yeah. Like, Holy shit. Everyone, empty. everyone in Australia. Yeah. Obviously, like we have this travel website called yeah, Smart yeah. Traveler. Yeah. You go onto Smart Traveler, and there's like four levels of, um, I suppose information or status. So it's like safe to travel yes. to. Um, be careful yeah. and reconsider your need to travel and do not travel. Don't go there. Yeah. So South Sudan is don't, don't go there. Yeah, don't go and there. I was talking to Nicola, he's saying it's not it's not dangerous, it's fucking deadly. Yeah, no, like, definitely. You don't go, yeah, you don't yeah, go. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. So and that's a totally different country. Yeah, that's what I, I think country. a lot of people confuse it. Yeah. Completely separate. Exactly. Um, but in our travel website yeah, it doesn't it says, list it. Yeah, it it's says only, do well, not travel. It goes from Khartoum, which is the capital, yeah. and west yeah. into West Sudan. Yes. Do not go. Don't go. And from here up Upward. to Port Sudan, it says reconsider your need to travel. Yeah. So it's well, like, well, how do you gauge that? Yeah. Um, it seems like it's a dangerous place. And then you arrive here and you go, fucking like, was well just be in Australia. Going about, yeah, yeah, everyone's going on their normal daily duties yeah. and you're like, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, like a lot of people, like obviously social media and stuff hype up what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even last year when the presidential, like there was a takeover, mm. you know, and the whole thing went down in cartoon. Yeah. Like people were sending us messages while we were like, holy hell. Mm. Like we got like escape plans put in place. And <laughs> yeah. we're like, what the hell are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah. There's nothing even going on in Port Sudan. It's yeah. in Khartoum, the capital. Yeah. It's so, just ages away. Exactly. So yeah. it's just like, you know, and now it's finished. It was obviously yeah. a horrible president that was in place, and yeah. he came to the end of a twenty-seven-year reign, mm. basically. So yeah. you know, it, and then generally, like when he did get uh, taken out of of his running, mm. everyone was celebrating. Like it was yeah, a yeah. new wave of happiness. The guys, yeah, yeah. the crew, and everyone was so happy, and like he, like you, like really felt for the guys. And, yeah, yeah. You know, it showed how much it meant to them. So. Like for us, I mean, we've never ever felt in danger. I've never felt yeah, in danger yeah. at one point. Like the guys and sitting and having lunch with the crew. And, yeah, yeah. They're know, all good fellas. Is, yeah, they're such good blokes. And yeah. like you have a chat with them, and they all have their little families yeah, and yeah, different yeah. side business in the season. Yeah, yeah. Running. It's just you know, it's normal life. Normal, yeah, yeah. So people are the same everywhere, man. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's just got their different hustle to make things happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, that's it's it. like you know. So yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, it's a, it's really cool. So where to next? 
uh, got a little bit of a holiday, but uh, might go. To, well, we are going to Sri Lanka surfing yeah, for yeah. one of my mates' birthdays, so that yeah, should yeah. be quite fun to get the mind off of fishing for yeah. a bit. But then yeah. uh, Tanzania again. Yeah, we'll kickstart with Tanzania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you've been a fair, you've been a fair few places around the world, haven't you? Yeah, travelled a bit. Yeah, yeah. Just got back from Argentina in uh, December. Yeah. Fortunate enough, we got to fish for Golden Dorado and went to Jurassic Lake. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I ticked off a couple of big boxes there. Yeah, and, uh, for sure. Yeah, I had some crazy fishing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, always looking to to go and explore new places. Yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, I've been to Europe a couple of times. And, yeah. Um, but it's always, you know, you're always looking for that next adventure. Yeah. And, but for me, and also it's the people that make up the place, like Definitely. or who you go with to experience the adventures, like. But it's also important to go with by yourself and just throw yourself into life's washing machine. You know, you never know what you're going to come across or experience, and yeah. it's good to do things on your own. So yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, it's been like proper. No, like, I can't wait for pleasure. the next couple of days yeah, together. We still got a, so much fishing. Man. Definitely, and it, honestly, it's been a, like a real pleasure no. hanging out with you for the last few days, yeah, fishing, it's been awesome, awesome, memories awesome. and shit, yeah. like loads of memories and I hope we yeah, do it again man. sometime 100% we can definitely plan and make a fishing trip yeah, and, and ours happen and yeah. hopefully some other crazy place yeah yeah for sure now yeah. if anyone's listening and want to contact you Instagram yeah, Instagram what's Brent, your Instagram Brentus12 Brentus12 yeah <laughs> when we promote Perfect. this we'll um, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll promote it with that and also it's African Waters isn't it you guys yes yeah African Waters yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, got a bunch of destinations yeah um, we cater for a lot of a lot of people so yeah go check it out yeah it's just at african waters on instagram happy days man pretty easy to find we'll probably get you back for a group podcast yeah that'll anyway. be crazy <laughs> that i want to get all the blokes there we need some yeah, yeah. multicultural uh yeah banter so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny actually it's crazy. Yeah. like us from australia john and alex from america yeah. yourself south african david from spain and nicola, nicola from, from italy, italy so yeah, and a couple of the, the yeah, yeah. guys from Sudan, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. just been a whole bloody yeah, yeah. Happy days, uh, man. stew of life, basically. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks anyway, man, for no, um, pleasure, jumping man. on the podcast, pleasure. and hopefully people um, find the story interesting. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, happy so. days. Very cool. All right, thanks, man. Cheers, eh?